Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education, where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, on today's episode, we are going to talk about pillar number one in the Queendom Care series, and that is the body. I chose the body as pillar one because it's the physical manifestation of who we are. It's where our inner being live, and it's where our emotions live. The body is our temple, and it's the most sacred place we have on this earth. Our body is also where we live, and it's our duty to do good by it, so in return, it can be good to us. Now, I cannot speak for all, but I know a lot of us unintentionally neglect self-care when it comes to the body. My brother and I recently spoke at a virtual conference about how to maintain physical stamina for beauty professionals. And although my presentation was tailored for them, it can be applied to everyone. Our body can have the capacity to support our lifestyle, but there are some things we must intentionally do and also we should take time to support our body and give it the self-care it deserves. So in the Queendom Care series, we're gonna talk about body today. And I wanna cover things that we can do to support our bodies, help us feel better overall, and most importantly, give ourselves the self-care we all deserve. It surprises me at the amount of people that would neglect their health but spend money on things that would not benefit their temple. And if you are a person like that, I hope this episode really helps you to put things in perspective and to really understand how important our body and our health is. I want to start with how we can support our body, but how can we start implementing and following through on positive behaviors when our emotions and our feelings get in the way of that? Y'all know how y'all set out good intentions. You will say, okay, on Monday, I'm going to start eating right. I'm going to start working out. And then Monday comes and it's like, okay, I'll start next Monday. <laughs> I know we, we can all share those stories. But I do want to talk to you about, real quick, Anthony Robbins, who's a motivational and transformational speaker. He has a program that teaches you how to change your mood. And the first thing he have you do is change your posture. So something as little as changing your posture can alter your emotions and your feelings in that moment. And the program is amazing, goes deep down into um, moving the body and how the body can also create a new energy and a new way of feeling and thinking. And it's just amazing. That's why body is the first on my pillar list. So you will not believe how the small actions of changing your posture uh, can change the way you feel. And that's another reason why I love this body pillar. So if I wake up in a funky state, which I have... (laughs) um before or if I'm having a difficult time getting my day started you know what I know that I need to get a good workout in and when I work out in the mornings y'all I feel so accomplished I'm definitely in a better mood I feel powerful 
and motivated to make good decisions that day like the type of foods I'm going to feed my body. I understand that everyone do not have the luxury of waking up first thing in the morning and working out, but it's so important that you find time within your day to move your body. My brother, who's a fitness instructor, he talks about um, how muscles equal movement. And the older we get, we start to lose muscle and even flexibility. So he's created these seven movements that he shares with our students and that we shared on the presentation this past week that we should incorporate into our workout or our daily routines that will increase our movement and longevity with the body. And I will have a list of those movements in the show notes. So be sure to check out the show notes after the podcast. So what I want to do is I want to give you ways to improve on your body and self-care. And because working out is so important to me, I'm going to start with that. So number one will be exercising. Whether it's walking, running, yoga, aerobic classes, um, strength training, boxing classes, whatever your preference is, start somewhere. And then you may ask, well, how often do I need to do this? In my opinion, I'm going to say at least 20 minutes a day. But if you're a newbie, you can, of course, start off doing maybe two, two days a week for 30 minutes or so, build up to um, three days a week. And then, you know, as you find your momentum, you can figure out a schedule. But as I mentioned before, as we age, we start to lose muscle and we also start to lose flexibility. And being in the beauty industry, y'all, I'm telling y'all, as I've seen my clients get older, I have seen some of them have a difficult time sitting in the chair or even getting up from the chair. And sometimes they'll even require some help. And, you know, not sure what everyone's condition is, but sometimes it is a medical condition. But while you still have the opportunity to move your body, move your body. When you move your body, you start to feel better, even when you don't want to do it. So for me, I know there are times when I get up in the morning um, and I don't want to go to the gym, y'all. I'd be like, oh, this is a good day to sleep in. I don't want to go. But when I push myself to go, oh, man, I feel so good afterwards. So working out your body creates a strong mind. You know, there are times where you tell yourself no and you don't want to follow through with it. But the minute you do, it does something for your esteem, your body, but also your mind. And so um, working out can most certainly help with your mental. And there's just a strong relation between the body and the mind. And I just love being able to move my body, um, working out. It brings me so much. I feel like I can accomplish things. That is my number one. Number two would be breathe. Taking time out first to appreciate the breath in our bodies like saying, thank you for serving me. And I actually do that. Like I'll speak to the breath in my body. I speak to my lungs, my kidneys, my heart, all my organs. And I say, thank you for serving me for 37 years of life. I want to show gratitude. But breathing intentionally is powerful. So when you take those deep breaths, you relieve stress, you relieve tension, anxiety, and you help give oxygen to your lungs and your heart. It's really easy to do. You don't have to get out the bed to deep breathe or go somewhere private. You can do it anywhere, anytime. You can do it first thing in the morning when you wake up, while you're at work, in the car. I mean, y'all, anywhere. But taking out time to do about three 
to maybe seven deep breaths. I'm telling you, it relieves so much stress and tension from the body. Number three for me is massages, okay? So let me tell y'all, I've been spoiling myself with the self-care because for a long time, that's one thing that I did neglect from myself is taking care of myself. So this month alone, let me tell y'all, I had two massages in one week and I even had a facial. In my line of work, I stand for long periods of time when I'm teaching, demonstrating, and helping the students. And then there's other parts where I sit for long periods of time when I am creating, um, doing some uh, compliance work. I sit at the computer for long periods of time. And the tension in my body um, starts starts to affect other areas of my life, such as like how I sleep or my strength, my progress, and my flexibility when I'm working out. So I got two massages in one week. <laughs> the first one was a sports massage, and that was to help you know, elongate my muscles and help with my flexibility and recovery when I do work out. The second one I got that week was a relaxation massage, and y'all, they both were amazing. So to show yourself some self-care or to give yourself some self-care, try adding to your list of to-dos a monthly massage. Or if not monthly, you know, bi-weekly is also good. I'm sorry, bi-monthly is also good. Number four is nutrition. The foods we eat, y'all, and the water we drink. Nutrition is so important for our body. And this is where it starts to get real. (laughs) Like we are what we eat, literally. And so many of us know, we know that, and we still choose to eat foods that will eat away at our energy and cause all types of health conditions. I really had to evaluate my eating habits. And one thing I did notice is that I like to snack when I'm bored. Like I can be bored, not even hungry, just bored or doing some work or doing something. And I have to have either like some popcorn or some um, mixed nuts or some chips, something, right? (laughs) So one thing I do to support my body now is, and my health, is to plan my meals. So what I do with my family is I create a weekly menu. It's a collective collaboration. So we all sit and we decide on the meals to have for the upcoming week. And I'll write out the meals and I place them on the refrigerator. So we know on Monday we're having this, on Tuesday we're having this, all the way through the week. And I usually leave one day in that um like on that plan for a day to go out to eat or either have food um, catered. So from that, I'll write out a grocery list as well. And I'll either shop myself or have the groceries delivered, which saves so much time. But because my work schedule has been super busy this time of year, I've been meal planning or meal prepping is what they call it. And how I meal prep is I cook my meals for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on Sunday evenings. And I'll do the same thing on Wednesday for Thursday and Friday. And like I mentioned, we'll leave um, one day out of the week, maybe like a Friday or a Saturday. We'll say, okay, we'll go out to eat on this day. That way, you know, we have something to look forward to (laughs) and not just eating these, um, these health meals all the time. And even with that, you know, I still think that we need a balance. Um, If you're eating fast food every day, I'm going to tell you right now, you're spending too much money on food and you know, it's not that good for you. You don't know exactly what they're putting into your food. So if you can take out time one day a week to prep, if you can just start prepping for one or two days or however many days you can, I'm telling you, you will see the difference and you will feel 
different. So I remember a couple years ago, I um, went vegetarian for about four months, y'all. And I felt so good. I felt so amazing. But the chicken got me, y'all. I gave in. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, I haven't been a vegetarian since. But one of my goals is to become vegan. Like, I really am aiming towards that way. It's really been heavy on my heart. And I've been looking into ways to, you know, have meatless days of the week that we have meals. Just different ways like that. Just different things like that. But I know that we are what we eat and our body and our health should be very, it should be number one on our priority list. Like, it is so pivotal that we learn to take care of our body and our health. And along with that is water. Water is so important. And you want to show your body care also by drinking a lot of water. Um, I know people that will not even, they'll drink like one bottle of water a day or they don't like water. And, you know, I can understand that. But if you want to show your self-care and your health, water is essential. So get you a water gallon or do what you got to do to make it happen. Number five is rest. How, how can I say this? Don't run yourself down. If you can't do it, y'all, you just can't do it. And guess what? Whatever it is will still be waiting for you. We have to learn to put ourselves first, right? We have to fill our cups, support our body, support our mind, however that looks. So when I say rest, rest for you could be just that, just resting, right? It can be you in a dark room, laying down or sitting on the couch in your thoughts, but you have to rest. It could also be reading a book, which I love to do. I love to read, y'all. And it's like, lately I haven't had the freedom and the time to actually do that like I want to. Rest for you could be watching TV. It could be a bubble bath, time by yourself. However that looks for you, you must incorporate it into your self-care regimen. Okay, because we serve, us as women, we serve a lot of people. We serve our husbands, our boyfriends, our children, our children, our jobs. We give of ourselves on a daily basis. Even we don't think you're giving, I'm sure you are giving of yourself to some capacity. So let's find time to rest and give back to ourselves. And the last one I have, number six, is physical care. And you may ask, what's physical care? We already talked about exercising. Physical care is taking care of your hair, your skin, your nails, your body. <laughs> I know everyone would like to look good. Like everyone wants to age gracefully and getting your hair done, getting your nails done, putting lotion on after you bathe or oiling your body down with almond oil. These are acts of self-care. And I, you know, I mentioned earlier that I got a facial the same week that I got the two massages and it was amazing. Like I realized for so long especially while I was young, I didn't take care of me like I should have. And, you know, because I had responsibilities and, and it, like I wasn't number one on my list. Everything else had to get done. And then if I had any time over, I would dedicate that to myself. But now I'm an advocate for self-care, y'all. And it's my goal that as women, we all learn ways to fit ourselves into our life schedule and that we pay close attention to our body and our health. As you listen to this episode, I hope you gain some clarity 
And I want you to actually sit down and make yourself a self-care schedule. Figure out how you're going to incorporate some of these these items into your routine, whether it's daily or um, let's say weekly or starting off monthly if you're so busy. But to go back over the self-care steps, I have number one, exercising. Number two, breathing. Number three, massages. Number four, nutrition. Five, rest. And six, physical care. That is when you intentionally take care of your skin, hair, nails, and your body. I hope this episode helps, guys. I really do. And I hope that you find some time to incorporate self-care practices into your routines. If you have to go in the car, do what you got to do, but you have to be able to fill your cup. If you're no good, you can't serve. And as women, we are natural caretakers, we are natural givers, we are natural nurturers, and we have to have our cup full to some capacity for us to give on a level where others can be affected and blessed. So with that being said, don't forget to check out the show notes where I'm going to leave my brother's seven steps or seven motions that we should be doing for longevity. And also, I want to just say thank you all for listening to the podcast. I did reach 1,000 downloads this past week, and I'm grateful for all of you who share the podcast and listen. Until next time, let's continue to empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week.